the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Back. Thank you for sharing that. Well, uh, I wanted Stu. people to know. I don't know how to do it, though. Crap. This is going to stay on. Yes. Is that okay? Well, I'll, I'll just do this the entire sure. time. I'll just do this the whole time. <laughs> okay, so now you're on camera there. It'll be see really you. good. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, see All right. Well, that was fu- that's fun. Uh, that's really fun. Because <laughs> there's just not enough camera time here. There isn't. I was you know, noticing the same thing. There's not enough camera time. There was time. a time I thought you might not agree with that. No, I... But then I was absolutely. like... Absolutely. It's like, if we could... While I'm sleeping, while I'm eating, while I'm going to the bathroom, if only there could be a camera on me at all times. Here's my I, view. Here's my view of Pat's too during the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're on now, too? Oh, hey. 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 We signed out of Facebook Live. Okay. I was just showing people my view. This is what okay. I see. Well, we, we did just take away an hour of the show. <laughs> we just stole it from the people. And, you know, I think there's a, a good argument to be made to add a little material in the commercial breaks back up. I disagree with that. <laughs> I thought you might. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. I can understand your argument. and It's a good one. It's not a terrible <laughs> argument. Uh, but I try to do some of the walkover stuff here uh, as we go in between. Because, I mean, people don't realize the arduous task we have. <clears throat> oh, people are like, those guys are probably just, you know, carried um, uh, over. You might think we, maybe there's, they built or you a might mechanism. Think, you might think you just... Move down the couch a little bit. No. No, no, no. We have to get up, walk around the corner, mm-hmm. and then a little bit further down to here, and then sit down again. I know. It's, it's a lot. It's a a lot. lot doesn't cover it. I'll tell you that. Uh, it's an incredible amount. We, I mean, what we, we go through for you. Yeah, really, uh, it's amazing. For example, incredible. I'll give you an example. In two days, we'll have a Spoons mm-hmm. episode. On this show. Now, Will spoons, we? if you're, yeah, we're going to do once a week All spoons right. now um, because we're down to one hour. It kind of would be a lot to, to do, do it every day. every day. The other thing we noticed about spoons every day was uh, we were getting really fat. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and we were fat enough to begin with. Yeah, we started fat mm-hmm. and then the, the, the chart was going up. Uh, and uh, it wasn't, I mean, and it you wasn't, know why? Because you do spoons and you've eaten this probably crappy thing that wasn't good for us. Mm-hmm. And you think, ah, I've already blown it today. So <laughs> right, or I might as well keep blowing it, yeah. right? Right. So yeah. then we'd go out to lunch and we'd have, you know, breakfast and lunch together in the same well, you meal. You can't be expected to start going off the wagon and then, oh, I need to eat better. I might as well start now. It's got to do that in the morning. Yeah, right. There That's is exactly a, right. There is some weird mental line 
in that. I, I know is. I have it, where it's, if, if I screw up one meal during the day, the day's dead. Well, I think fat people have it, because that's how it happens, right? <laughs> that's just, that's how it happens. Boiling is down to a very uh, logical yeah. level, uh, and I don't want to uh, believe yeah. you. I want to believe it's some mythical Actually, thing. you know what we should do is tell the truth. It's a glandular problem. We all have oh, yeah. a glandular I, 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 I mean, well, I could glands. say that, but my doctor, I can't talk about the health issues. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. My so. glands were replaced by milk duds in a botched <laughs> surgery many years ago. Really? Um, yeah, so constantly yeah. there's milk dud just constantly adding. I wish that were true. Oh, huh. God, that would be delicious glands. <laughs> I, I gotta say, were you, was I the only one who now just absolutely wants to eat at Applebee's today? Right? Because <laughs> when Pat said that, I was thinking, I love their spinach, their spinach oh, dip. I went That's to been, Chili's oh, on, um, for the first time in probably 10 years, uh, three months ago, four months ago. Just, you know, random lunch. I was out with right. a, a couple friends. We're like, ah, the only place that no, we Chili's. Chili's, I guess. So we went to Chili's. It was delicious. <laughs> Applebee's, everyone bashes it. I like it. Every time I've Fridays, gone there, it's good. I like it. I will tell you, Apple. I liked Applebee's at the beginning, and then we went there once a while ago, and it was not good, terrible. And so yeah. we that stopped us for all time. I mean, one bad meal can yeah. really ruin it for it you. Sure it can. really can. And it, it was really a bad meal, and we're like, okay, this. Uh, I don't want to do that again. And then you put the blanket. Then that blanket goes over every Applebee's in yes. the country, which yeah, is really ridiculous. And it's right? maybe not I mean, fair. Yeah. Uh, but you don't want to waste your money. Oh, well, I mean, you know? yeah. It's if that's true. the way they're doing it here, they're doing it everywhere. Well, yeah. If you missed this conversation, we were on radio talking mm. about chain restaurants and how they're declining. And what we're seeing as a general pattern is that people are going out to eat much more than ever before. And, and I think this is a reflection of uh, specialization working. You know what? Mm-hmm. I got a lot of stuff to do in my life. And you know what I don't want to do? Cook. You know, that's why I mean, Blue mm-hmm. Apron's about the only time I ever cook. Because at least I know those meals are going to be good. I try to do it as little as possible outside of those times because, honestly, you know, I can go get it. Someone else is already working there. Mm-hmm. They're doing it every single day. Um, you know, and that's not the healthiest decision. It's how you get to look like this, one of the ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you go to, uh, you know, these chain restaurants, like, I, I like them. I, I will tell you that I actually like them. I know I'm in the minority on this. I've been on the minority of this for, I feel like, a long time. Um, but every time I go into those places, I generally have a good experience. You know, I was at Red Robin with, with the kids this weekend. I freaking love Red Robin. I freaking love it. I, I hadn't live been there. Until yesterday, I hadn't been to Red Robin. I, I, I can't think of when I went to a Red Robin. I, th- I think we I think lived we went in... On the, tu- on the tour, on a, one of the tours we were on. I think, uh, we I think on, yeah. We so one. it's probably been eight or nine years, probably. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a long time. Was and it good? It was, it was fantastic. It's I'd, so... I'd eat there again. It was really good. I, good. I can't go It was there. really good. They, they serve too much food. What? They serve too much food. Yeah, I, I can't What do you mean? There. They serve... They're too much. They, they got the unlimited fries thing. They continue to shove fries in front of you. They you don't have the, to eat them they all. They got the extra shakes, extra large shake. They put along mm-hmm. the side. And the, mm-hmm. the burgers are big. It's too much. <laughs> the burgers are big. Too much for... Too and much. they're Black Angus too burgers. Much. And they're delicious. Man, that was good. It's way too much for who? I'm That's fascinated. Well, for... For, for somebody for who's me. not Jeffy, I think he's saying. He's saying that they give you too much food for Jeffy? This is the greatest co- commercial for Red Robin in history. Feed your whole family for $7. Feed your entire subdivision. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but uh, I, uh, you know what? This all started with Bennigan's, I feel like. 
Because Bennigan's, were, they were everywhere. Yeah, that was one of the first ones. And then all of a sudden, one day, the Bennigan servers showed up for work, and they were all closed. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple stragglers that stayed around for a while. I think there's actually still a couple. I actually like um, Bennigan's, too. I liked they Bennigan's, the, too. They had the, uh, the, the Monte Cristo Monte there, Cristo. which oh, was man. legendary. Legendary. If you don't know what a Monte Cristo is, the way Bennigan's did it. My, Tremendous. Years and years ago, back in the day, mid-90s-ish, I, uh, I dated a girl who worked at Bennigan's. Um, which was another way I got to look like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good for our relationship because I would stop in whenever she was working and eat for free. And uh, eventually we broke up, probably because I got too fat. Um, but uh, so I would go in there and the way they did it was um, it was bread, turkey, cheese, bread, ham, cheese, bread, grilled, batter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Batter. Deep fried. Mm hmm. Sprinkled with powdered sugar and then raspberry jam on the oh, side. Oh, golly. And you dip that, it in that jam. Oh, my God. So delicious. And it was gigantic. Oh, my gosh. It was four pieces, and each piece was probably 1,000 calories. I'm, Phenomenal, I, My mouth though. is watering. I don't even eat meat. My mouth is watering from it. Phenomenal. <laughs> I'm having a 20-year flashback. So good. I mean, it was really freaking good. Yeah, there's and a place here called fries. Cheddar's that's oh, Cheddar's, yeah. kind of like it. I mean, oh, yeah? they kind of do this. I don't think they deep fry it, but it's pretty good. I mean, it's a, it's a good facsimile, and since Bennigan's doesn't exist anymore, at least anywhere near us, uh, is there one open? There, I think there um, are think still there are, a couple, but there was one There was one lone wolf that stayed open for a long time right around yeah. here in Irving, Texas, uh, but then it did eventually fold up yeah, shop. Yeah, it's gone. Um, sad. Sad. I, Sad. There's something about it that I like. It's like, you know, when um, uh, culture kind of shifted from, you know, whatever, the downtowns, and then I started those malls, and there's all the fights against the malls. Now malls have become nostalgic. Like, now it's like I look at those malls, and I'm like, those were fun. Those were cool. All those stores were there. There's a couple malls that are open uh, Boy, in this general area, but they're talking dying about around something the that's in, a, in bad shape. You aren't kidding. It's America's malls. Holy cow, nobody goes to the mall anymore. Although, we say nobody goes to the mall anymore, and then I go to this one mall. We went to this one mall. um, I wish I could remember the name of it now, but it was packed. Oh, I was at a mall this weekend um, uh, here uh, locally, and uh, I I almost couldn't move. Yeah, really? It it was insane, because there's two types of malls now. Again, this is, you want to talk about absolutely no knowledge analysis here. (laughs) Let me give it to you. Two types of malls right now. I'll follow that road. Number one. I figured you would. Number one, the high-end mall, where you're 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 tar- you're targeting uh, wealthyish people, generally older, that go that are they let, know the mall, they know that vibe. They're not you know they want to go try on expensive clothes. They want to go see the purses. Uh, do, do you know who, uh, who I'm talking about here? Uh, do you see the purses uh, in person? The expensive jewelry, those things. High-end malls. There's a couple of those around here. Uh, that target that audience. There's another um, um, uh, model, which I would say, uh, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but like it's like I, the, the mall that I'm talking about is called Grapevine Mills Mall, which is uh, around well, here. the re- a, retail outlet. It's a gigantic one. It's an it has, outlet mall. So it has normal, like, yeah, outlet mall, but it has normal mall stores yeah, to me, at least. I don't yeah. know. What, you yeah, know they're, yeah, that's but how it's, I, But it, they're the nice stores. They're just the uh, outlets of the nice stores, like some Saks of them, Fifth, Fifth yeah. Avenue. Some of them are nice, but Ralph some of them Loren. are also like Spencer Gifts, like the typical, yeah. what I think of as a mall store. The Gap. I mean, right. it's everything yeah. from the normal to the really high end. But the, the big uh, places there now are being taken over by entertainment venues. They have a place there 
I think it's called Fieldhouse USA. Never heard of it before. I walk. It used to be obviously what were I don't know what was a Macy's or something, right? Like one of the typical anchor mm-hmm. stores at a mall. And I walk into this place because I, I was just walking through it to get to the mall. It's just nine gigantic indoor basketball courts. Really? And volleyball courts. And there's wow. just leagues going on. There, I mean, it's just become an entertainment facility. It's just, it's just basically mm. nothing in the entire room except for nine well. gigantic basketball courts. It works this time of year in this neck of yeah. the woods, right, with the surface of the sun outside. You yeah. might as well. Everyone wants to go inside and play. There's, there's, they turn, they're turning them into uh, you know, giant arcades and bowling alleys. And like, they're just making it more of an entertainment location rather than, hey, we're going to go shop at all these big box stores or you know, mm. kind of anchor stores. And I don't know. I think that you know these things wind up adapting into. into it's not going. We're not going to be as many malls as there were, but it does seem like there is a, a a place for them still in our society. And I think the same thing with chain stores. The bottom line is these stores. The what is a chain store except a restaurant that started out that was successful and people want it everywhere. Now over mm-hmm. time, twenty, thirty years, yeah, they get outdated. I mean, Applebee's. I mean, we were talking about this over on the radio side, and that you know, Office Space, the movie that came out in the late nineties. In there was the was Jennifer Aniston worked at Tchotchkes, which was essentially a parody of Applebee's back in the late nineties. Yeah. It was already a you know a, a jokey reference in the late nineties. Here we are two decades later. Well, of course they're not gonna be as successful as they were. I mean, people's ch- mm-hmm. tastes are gonna change. They've tried many times to revamp those places. And I gotta say, when I go to Applebee's, there happens to be one at the Grapevine Mills Mall um, huh. here in Texas. And uh it's pretty freaking delicious stuff. Well, I tell you, we, there is an exception to that rule in Texas, too. And it's, it seems like uh, Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a chain. And I, it's always packed. Always. Always packed. There's in like there. a three-hour wait rule at every Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. For some reason. yeah. Now, those are, that's a private company. Um, you, you know, like, they're all run. If I'm not, this, this was the case years ago. They're, they're all run by the home office like it's a private company really you know and it's not a private company it's just all run by the home office it's not a franchise that's that's the distinction okay. I'm making. um so uh, it's kind of an interesting model in that like they they keep a very close control on each one of those restaurants and maybe that's a better way to go now uh, good food <laughs> it's freaking it's good working food. pretty well and now you can get it and delivered to your house at least around here 190 different choices mm-hmm. i mean I, that menu is so big it's like it takes an hour and a half to get through. It is like the old Encyclopedia Britannica. It is. Uh, here is every food ever made. Which one do you want? <laughs> Which is why the line is so long outside. On top of Baba Ganoush. That sounds pretty good. And the general rule of thumb, too, is if, if you're to listen to the Food Network, uh, you can't do that because you can't do everything well. They seem to. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you get good, you get good Italian, you get good Chinese, you get good American. I like it. It's good. I, you know what? I like it too. And, and, and the thing mm-hmm. is, I've always said this about chain restaurants. The best restaurants you're ever going to eat at are not chain restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a quality control level. Yeah. You know, that like I can go to uh, Topeka right now and sit down in an, uh, a cheesecake factory and get mm. pretty freaking good food. If I go to any restaurant in Topeka, I may hit a home run. I might strike out. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. when I'm, I'm on the road, I, you know, I'll take a solid B meal Me right too. now. I don't you, need an A+. Plus. And look, Me you too. travel the country, you stop at it. Uh, just for an example of a fast food place, Chick-fil-A. 
you can stop at a Chick-fil-A, you know mm-hmm. what you're yep. going to get. There's a local chicken place right down the store street, <laughs> and it's unbelievable. You know what? It might be unbelievable. But Glenn was talking about this in, in, uh, in New York City. Oh, you know, there's a Sabaro in Times Square. You know, yeah. But when you're walking through Times Square, you know what Sabaro tastes like. Your kids eat it. That's you right. know they'll eat it. Take a you slice know, and walk. Yeah, you just do it. You just walk in there. I, I have eaten at the TGI Fridays in Times Square. So have I. So you have I. to? Yeah. I went there and got, I was, I was there with it's one. It's interesting of, because, like, the TGI Friday meal in Texas costs you, you know, $15. Yeah. There it's $159.50. <laughs> swear to you, it's I spent for two crazy. people, no drinks, it's no alcohol, crazy. spent over $100 yeah, for yeah. two people. Easy. Oh, yeah. What, at Fridays? What yeah, the hell am I spending $100 at Fridays for? The, the, the place I, for the life of me, could not think of during the radio show was Shake Shack right there in Times oh, Square. Oh, Shake Shack. Oh, the Shake best. Shake Shack. And there's one here. Oh, my gosh. There's one what? here. I know where we're headed after uh, the show. All right. We'll see you there. All right. Uh, well, that was fun. Triple eight seven two seven. Wait a minute. Uh, I don't even see here. No, I know. About nothing Shake about Shack, Shake Shack the restaurants or any of what we talked about. And you might be thinking, Strangely. hey, they're going to cut down from two hours. We're going to get rid of all the banter. No, no, no that's staying. No, didn't gonna, happen. That's staying because that's the one thing we don't have to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to like actually know anything about the news to do what we just did. So you're welcome. That's staying. <laughs> uh, but we do have really interesting news. Uh, actually. Um, I would like to hear your opinion on this, Pat, um, because I'm very torn by it. The idea that this Charlottesville thing's happening, and so they do—they have these racists walking through the streets with tiki torches, like morons. Okay, and there's video of them doing this. Mm-hmm. Pictures, video. So now these internet sleuths are taking these pictures, and they are—they uh, are outing these people. They're going back and saying, hey, uh, local uh, establishment, this guy works for you. Do you know he was at that rally? And so these people are getting fired. They're losing their jobs. They're being outed on the Internet. Now, to me, my first instinct is to say, good. Right. You know what? You're a bunch of annoying racists. I, I can't think of anything bad I don't want to happen to you. That is my initial instinct. I'm being That's perfectly right honest here. Um, but, like, let me give you this, this story quickly. This is from, um, uh, I think it's San Francisco. Um, Cole White. He was identified on, in, on social media holding a torch at the Unite the Right rally, which is infuriating in and of itself, a rally against the removal of Confederate monument, which uh, invoked KKK imagery and shouted, Jews will not replace us and white lives matter. One person... <laughs> <laughs> Their concerns are so bizarre to me. Jews will not replace us. <laughs> Jews will not. What? Do how, they want how, to? How long have you been afraid of that? Just, oh, uh, this so. is, <laughs> Jews are going to take all our jobs. I mean, I, happen, I live in continual fear. My understanding is and they run the media. So <laughs> yes, they uh, do. it could happen at any time to yes, us. I do. <laughs> um, oh, now, of course, man. obviously, there was the tragedy that went on there. And this has turned into a big, uh, mm-hmm. a big situation outside of, and tragedy is not the right word, terrorist <laughs> attack. I'm totally fine with it. Um, but, you know, somebody died. So this has become a lot more serious, obviously, the controversy with Trump afterwards. So Cole White works in, at, in Berkeley. And he came from Berkeley to the white supremacy rally, okay? Um, he worked at a place called Top Dog. 
There's a, a, a it's sign. It's a hot dog shop, right? It's a hot dog shop. The sign outside says, effective Saturday the 12th of August, Cole White no longer works at Top Dog. The actions of those in Charlottesville are not supported by Top Dog. We believe in individual freedom and voluntary association for everyone. Now, you listen to that wording. You do? Yeah. Really? Yeah. First, huh. you listen to that wording and voluntary association for everyone. If you're a libertarian, you know that phraseology. It is very much uh, libertarian phraseology. Also, you notice individual freedom. Now, voluntary association is the type of thing that gets someone like Rand Paul in trouble. Because they'll say, well, do you believe in the Civil Rights Act? Well, actually, I think people should be able to voluntarily associate with who they choose, right? Mm -hmm. And that is a libertarian concept that goes back since the, to, you know, since the beginning. I mean, this is a very important thing where people should be able to make their own decisions. You know what? There will be racists. There will be people who don't want other people in their restaurants. But you know what? So what? Go to the other restaurants and, and deal with it because in reality, those people will lose their job. And you can, you can spend your time outside the restaurant protesting the policy, but you don't make it illegal. So, so and then you read the article, and there actually is um, inside a, a like a, a poster about libertarianism. It's like a libertarian. It's a it's a it's an institution in Berkeley. They have not shied away from political speech of their own. The restaurant's website has a section called "Propaganda," devoted to libertarian ideology directly imported from the Ludwig van, Mies, van Mises Institute. Okay, bizarre, right? Like this is—it's in Berkeley, mm -hmm. a libertarian hot dog place in Berkeley. But be, so my initial instinct is: plus, wouldn't individual freedom include his right to exactly be a white supremacist? Right. So they clarified and say we did not fire them; he resigned. They actually oh, okay. clarified that after it was reported, they fired right. him. So they, they, there definitely does seem like they are, have these principles that they weren't necessarily moving on. But maybe the guy was like, look, I don't want to screw you guys. I love you. Let me get out of here. And that may very well have been what it is. But the issue is here, there are jobs, right, where you could understand it. Like, for example, if Jeffy was at that rally right now, would he work here today? No. no. I mean, no. I mean, I don't want him to work here anyway, and he wasn't at the rally. Mm -hmm. um, but if he did, you know, Glenn would be like, look, you're, we're a media organization. If you have some crazy belief, get out. I, my, that's my guess. I don't know. We have to ask uh, Glenn. I think excuse so. Excuse me, Glenn. Do you realize that Jews are going to take our jobs? And that's, that is an important point you'd bring up in and that meeting. Right? The thing <laughs> is, you would have been replaced by a Jew. So, um, <laughs> but what is <laughs> And we'd be happy about that, oh, frankly. Why would, that would I, I don't care. Uh, any, any religion, any race, any creed. We, we want them other than Jeffy. But look at what we're doing here. Now, look, he's a white supremacist, right? And I can't stand him, and I don't want him to have any success mm -hmm. in life. But are we banning him from hot dog jobs? Right. Because if we're banning him from hot dog jobs, what's going to happen is he's going to be on public assistance and we're mm -hmm. all going to be paying for his livelihood. Mm -hmm. So if you want him out of the hot dog job, that's great. But realize if he can't get a mm -hmm. hot dog job, he's not getting any job. And likely you are going to be paying for his livelihood. Yeah, and that. he'll be able to go to more protests. And he's going to be, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be free to do this even more. That, that I, was my take on that, too. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty severe. I don't, I, that's like, unbelievable. Should you lose your job at no. a hot dog shop? No. No, you should not. I don't think you should not lose your job at almost any job. I mean, Unless, a public-facing job. Jeffy. Well, if Jeffy does it, then Jeffy should always lose his he job. He could lose his job for a lot less than that. Yeah, anything. Anything yeah, we can come anything. up with, basically. Right. But, I mean, I mean, that stupid look on his face right now. Yeah. That that could that could get him out of I here. I mean, right? Look, look at that. Look at that. I mean, look at that. Look, look at that. Look at that. I, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it, Pat. <laughs> the point here is that if you're a like if you're a public facing employee, 
I kind of I could understand this. Yeah. But like we employ millions of illegal immigrants in places uh, like, for example, the kitchen of a hot dog shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not even illegally allowed to work in the country. And, and the left is constantly so okay fighting them for the work. Yeah, right. This guy has right. a terrible, I mean, abhorrent set of viewpoints. However, can he not make hot dogs for people? If he's refusing <laughs> hot dogs to black people, absolutely he should be fired. But can he not grill hot dogs? I'm guessing for some black people have come into the hot dog shop. And I'm he's probably sure. served them. And yeah. I bet he has. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird line in our society. I don't know about and Jews, because he may no, not well, serve the yeah. people who are well, going to replace him in his job. Well, yeah, you know? uh, before he serves him, he says, are you here to take my job? Yes. If you get that. No, I'm just here to eat a hot dog. Okay, what okay. do you mean? <laughs> well, you don't believe them. They're Jews. <laughs> well, they're here to replace us. We've learned that. They're here to replace us. We've learned that already. That All is right, so I, ridiculous. That is one thing. Yeah. I, I have I never understood that. The Jewish phenomenon where people hate them so much i don't, I don't get it i don't begin to don't understand it. it it's a weird one i really you know, weird i mean there's obviously history to it got an awful history to it i guess but i don't know why it's lasted it's i know everyone Bizarre. who everyone has done it has wound up you know eating it later <laughs> yeah I, you know, I mean it's not worked out for anybody no it hasn't um and it's not you know it's you not. might recognize them as the chosen people <laughs> so it's kind of a big uh, deal and not chosen by me no not by you <laughs> so no well you're more worried about them replacing you that's <laughs> that uh, i am worried you about haven't it. chosen them, very fearful of that you. very fearful <laughs> What a weird freaking world we live in. And I don't know what that line is because I'm a, unco- I mean, I'm uncomfortable with some everybody losing their job because again, I don't want everyone out of work. I don't want to yeah. pay for everybody. I-, I can understand an individual business saying like, I don't want you around here. I got that. Yeah, um, but a dumb hot dog job. Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, but come on. of course it's not. not. It's not a, a real high skill level. It's not a sophisticated and, job. And maybe not public facing, which right. is another part of it. Right. And the other side of this though, in just the outing. You know, there's, it's problematic. They've already misidentified several people in mm-hmm. this. You know, the Internet is just like going out there and just say like, oh, look, the license plate. And they're going to trash this guy. He's like, I sold the car three years ago. Yeah. Like, I mean, that sort of stuff is happening. And, and I don't know if I like that either. But again, part of me does like it. Yeah. Part of me does like it. I don't, I, you know, these, there should be consequences maybe. I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. You know what, though? You never know what's going to happen. You might get replaced by a Jew. You might get replaced <laughs> by a pro bowler. I don't know oh, who's yeah. out of work oh, in the gosh. bowling tour because oh. I don't know that that's going well. No, it's not. And now he's taking your hot dog job. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What I do know is you need to be prepared for that eventuality. You do. And my Patriot Supply can do that for you. They have 102 servings of survival food. And again, Glenn mentioned this on radio today. Survival food is not the right term for this. A lot of people use it for survival uh, purposes. But the, the bottom line is survival food gives you this idea that it's like this dry dehydrated cardboard that's going to taste terrible and maybe it'll get you through a nuclear holocaust but only because you'd you almost would rather starve to death but you decide to eat it at the last minute this is actually good food it's food that you can eat anytime uh, and it's a less than a dollar per serving shipped free is it kosher I don't know the answer to that. Okay. But it is $99. So we don't know if a Jewish person is going to take it from you. We don't, we don't know that yet. Do we, do we know that? <laughs> you know we don't. We have to ask the people at the white supremacy it's rally so about ridiculous. that. <laughs> All right. It's breakfast. It's lunch. It's dinner. It's delicious. It, it includes their popular creamy chicken rice. It's so good. And we've talked to Matt many times about certain products that are coming out. And he'll be like, yeah, don't have that yet. We're still working on it. And then we'll ask him again a few months later. Yeah, we don't quite have that right yet. But so, I mean, and then finally, they'll be, yep, yeah, we finally got it right and it's available. And so, I mean, they painstakingly 
put these things together for you to make sure it's really good. Again, and this is going to take something off of your plate that you might be worried about. Get it out of the way. It's less than a dollar per serving. 888-411-5290. 888-411-5290. Or preparewiththeblaze.com. It's preparewiththeblaze.com. Hi, triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Mm. You know, just because we're shortened now to an hour doesn't mean we're not going to talk about NFL. <laughs> doesn't mean we're not going to talk about BYU sports. Oh, of course not. You know, everything from football to uh, field hockey. I'm we're we're the whole gamut that you crave uh, in your BYU sporting information uh, life. And I I know that I know that you crave it. And I know that you're searching for it. Just know you'll be able to find it here. I mean, that's good news. It is and good BYU news. BYU should it? actually uh, be on the horn for a big thank you to you. I mean, you, you've actually... Uh, How many times? Seriously. You've actually expanded the fan base. How many times have we heard, I'm a, I'm a really big thank fan you. now? Because, oh, yeah. thank because you. you've been talking about yes. it so much. I know. People... Uh, I mean, you've, we've heard it at least twice. <laughs> at least. And uh, I, more. I, and I, I will say, it's one of those things, now I check the scores. Like, right. I, well, part of it is because I'm interested. Part of it is I want to see what mood Pat's going to be in the next day. <laughs> like, it's a pretty good indication of what mood I'll yes. be in. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to check the scores because when I come in and I see a smile on your face, I know they've won. Yeah, right. Um, or a frowny face, then uh, not so much. the opposite is true. Or, some, or they won and their quarterback got hurt again. That's <laughs> one of the two things. Those are the, well, he's with the Packers now, yes. so uh, that's that. their responsibility. All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh, did you read about this couple that died together? They they did this euthanasia thing. They were both ninety one, and in bad health, and they were tired of you know going through all their health problems. So they set it up in the Netherlands because the Netherlands has this law that if you meet certain circumstances, they'll go ahead and and kill you. Yeah. If you want to die, and the circumstances are like you show up on time. For the, for yeah. the death. Yeah. You've had aches and pains for over a week. But they might be gone now, but you've had them in the past. <laughs> you, um, you remember symptoms of the sniffles yeah, and have had to blow your nose in the past. Yes, I remember uh, that. We'll kill you. It's now, I think it's 4.5% of all deaths in the country are it's, intentional. It's just unbelievable. Now, they don't usually, I guess, this is unusual for two people to do it together. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's like reminiscent a really- of like... Um, it's the, the name notebook? of that movie. Notebook. The Notebook. No, it's not, though. Yeah, kind of. I mean, well, Notebook, yeah, yeah, they didn't of. kill themselves. Really. No, they didn't kill themselves. No, they just died they together. They died together. They died together. But they planned much... to, kind of. I yes, mean, they're they like, do. okay, it's, it's not working out. I they planned to. The romance of the story is that it just happened. Yeah. Like, they that's the they didn't plan. It's a beautiful story, though. But not take some pills at the same time. That's a beautiful story because it happened naturally. Yes. This, not so much. I mean, I just don't hate to see I hate to see that happen. Though, I mean, I guess Their relatives were all about it. They were all fine with it. Well, it's Everybody gathered there. there. They held hands. It's one of the leading causes of death in the country. Yeah, it's amazing. So, it's yeah, people, it's, it's so culturally accepted. You go down is it honest, road. Is it the leading cause of it's death? one of the. One um, of okay. you know, It's probably it's top, be top like five, ten. ten. Maybe five. I don't know. <sighs> I mean, you know, you had 100%. If you're up, we got one at 5%, you're going to be in the top ten. <laughs> Almost definitely. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's not like this thing where you kind of toss it away. And, of course, you know, this is intentional. This is doctor-assisted suicide. It's not just suicide, which, of course, is in excess of that. Yeah. Who is the doctor in America? Um, Kevorkian. Kevorkian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got in serious trouble for that. Um, but because of, I think, a lot because of his case and his uh, story that was so well publicized throughout the country, 
it started the ball rolling in places like Oregon, and, and now they actually, I mean, you, they'll, they'll do this in Oregon. Right? Isn't Oregon one yeah. of them? And then or, yeah, there's there's I think two or six three now. States. Six? I think it's six wow. states. We looked this up the other day. There's wow. six, I want to say there's six states that uh, overtly allow you to do it, yeah. and there's another four that don't have a rule against it. Unbelievable. A specific rule against it. Some, it's something like that. It's so not. It's not. You know, most of the country. But the it's first a story time. that pops up is from two, the, the records from 2015, which they say is the highest of all time. Uh, and that was just under 2,000. I mean, the 1,871 people. No, in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. Yeah. So that, that was two 18, years ago. 18,000? No, 1,800. Okay. 1,871. And that was two years ago. They were saying it was an all-time high. So, I mean, I'm sure it's way beyond that. Now. I mean, you know, and it becomes, once this becomes culture, you know, we talk right. about the, the, the culture of life, which is a very generic, mm. you know, very true, but very generic you know, conservative cliche, right? I mean, it's a, mm-hmm. ah, the culture of life. What does that even mean? Well, this is kind of what it means. You know, you get to that point where, uh, you know what, nah, they kind of feel like going out at the same time. That'll be cute. Yeah, let them. That'll be cute. Let's help them. I mean, you know, we, we, death... Stab them in the eye. Death sucks. Funerals suck, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've been through them. Uh, it's, it blows. Not we haven't been through death, but we've been through funerals. Um, it yeah. blows, but it should blow. Yeah. You know, that's one of those things that you should not, you don't want to be around it. You don't want to deal with it. It should make your life miserable for a while. It really should. Um, and, you know, when, when it doesn't, that's when you really have a problem as a society. And it's what mm-hmm. it's, you go back in history and that it, those are the societies. Um, and this goes back to almost every society, you know, a thousand years ago and, and, and a few, uh, you know, in the past few hundred years uh, that have seen life as just this disposable thing that you just, you know, whatever you, you do. Is it, a, is it attaining your goals by killing that person? All right, well, then do it. That's why we left that crappy continent in the first place. OK, that's why. Yeah. That's why. You know what? Yes. Yeah. Yes. More patents, too, coming up in just a second here. Um, so let me talk to you a little bit about your work day. You might have a long work day. Maybe it's, maybe it's even more strenuous. I mean, I can't imagine this, but maybe it's even more strenuous than the hour that we do. I don't know if that's possible. It's hard to believe that could be even a thing. I don't, I don't think it maybe, is. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. think it's a thing. Maybe you could do it. Um, and you might have an issue getting through the day with energy. I know I do sometimes. There are days I just want to crash and just go to sleep, especially in like one of Glenn's long meeting speeches. And you're just like, blah, 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 blah. Progressives, blah, blah, blah. I just, you know, a lot of times I just want to go to sleep. That's why I use Don to Dusk. I'm sure he's going to appreciate this one. Uh, Don to Dusk from Brickhouse Nutrition. Um, you know, I've used uh, things like this before that are supposed to give you energy. Sometimes they give you jitters. Sometimes they give you this burst of energy and you're freaking out for a few minutes and then you're fine. But then you crash afterwards. That's what's great about this. It's a physician-formulated extended-release key phrase energy supplement, which lasts up to 10 hours. It increases your energy, improves your mood, and stimulates your brain, all with no jitters, which is incredibly important. If you're tired of wasting money on a zillion cups of coffee every single day, only to crash and want something that's going to give you some boost uh, and increase your focus, this is for you. Get 15% off a one-month supply with the offer code STEW at checkout when you go to BrickHouseStew.com. It's BrickHouseStew.com. Give it a try. BrickHouseStew.com. It's Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK. Okay, I mean, you know Al Gore's uh, sequel is out, right? An inconvenient sequel. Doing really well. Doing really well. It's up to $2 million in just 20 days. 
So uh, when's the last time you made a movie that made two million dollars? Uh, never. I've yeah. never done that. Never. I've never. Does that one come out at never o'clock? Right. Exactly. Well, <laughs> re- respected meteorologist Joe Bastardi. Oh. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What's the first part of that last name? Mm. Bastard, which is exactly what this guy is. Am I right? Why are you Who's pointing? with me? Who's with me on that? You're Let's pointing. get him. <laughs> you take off the eye and you get exactly who this man is. He's a bastard. He's a climate denier. He seems very He's nice. a science denier. I mean, we've had him on the show before. He seems like a nice guy. Have we had him on the show? We have, yes. Joe bastardi has been on, uh, I mean, it's been, I don't know if he's been on the, on the Pat, on Patton's show, but he's been on radio. He was back on one of the, Fox, I think, uh, and maybe Notice CNN how all as well. Notice now it hasn't been on the show. What do you mean? I just said three shows he's yeah, been on. Did you hear the backpedaling? Because he, he suddenly realized we've had this bastard on the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He's very intelligent. He's a well-respected meteorologist. Uh, so he's great because he's he doesn't uh, he doesn't sit by idly and let Al Gore get away with the garbage either. He, uh, in fact, hammered Gore for his awful climate predictions that he made in his 2006 documentary. And, and by golly, he's at it again. Mm. His study shows that while global temperatures were anonymously warm, uh, anomalously warm when Gore won the Nobel Prize. What was that? Eleven years ago. Right. Mm hmm. They're less warm now than they were, and they were even less warm in years between today and when Gore won the uh, Nobel Peace Prize. So the Earth has actually cooled since his dire warning, an inconvenient truth, and now an inconvenient sequel is out, making the same kind of outlandish, and in some cases even more outlandish uh, claims, some of which have been disproven right on this very show. But there's, there's the chart. Uh, Gore won the Nobel Prize, and we're a little bit cooler right now. Again, the, you might say, well, it's not that much cooler. Well, that's not the, that's not the standard. Right. The standard is supposed to be warming at an unbelievable pace. The standard was that it was supposed to be much warmer, and there were going to be more frequent, intense hurricanes, storms, droughts, floods. He's still trying to get away with that. He's still trying mm-hmm. to say that there's bigger storms, they're worse than they've been, there's more fire because of global warming. There's more drought and more flooding. CNN tried uh, to just say that if someone was murdered by a flood, that was global warming's fault right. just the other day. Did they really? Yeah, we did that, we did that story on radio. It was a, I can't remember her name, Stacy something. Um, and they said basically, are you responsible for her death? As oh, a, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, they're that's doing that now. Um, and, and the issue here is, should you, if you're going to spend trillions of dollars what should you spend it on you have to prioritize what shouldn't you prioritize people who are poor and starving now rather than people in a hundred years who will be much mm-hmm. more wealthy by then um, science you know, they, will have advanced yes yeah, science will have advanced uh, they will be able to afford the things you know the, the incredible treatments we have now will be improved on you know 20 times over and they'll be cheaper uh, maybe we shouldn't try to improve their lives in a hundred years from now maybe we should handle the people who are currently dying um, right here on Earth, right now. Not, not from storms, but from malnutrition, from malaria, from HIV, from real things that actually are killing people right now. Wouldn't uh, cancer is a nice one. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a lot of things going on Alzheimer's right now. Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. Uh, let's put some muscle behind that. Behind yeah. getting rid of that. Let's spend some money. You know, putting a one of those. What are those things of Chernobyl? They put on the top the the protection that uh, kind of uh, keeps all the radiation the inside. 
Yeah, kind of a cap, a, a, a trap, dome. a dome, a, 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 uh, and put it around Jeffy. Safety net. Uh, what if we put one of those around Jeffy? Oh, there's, a I containment mean, facility not enough around Jeffy. In the world to make that happen. Not enough. Well, cement but make more cement. That's the point. Okay. Well, all right. If you got a trillion dollars, you can make a lot of cement. Good point. Uh, more patents too coming up in a second. I mean, I'm looking at the directions for the Monte Cristo. Oh, what? <laughs> Back to the Monte Cristo. That was the first break. I'm still looking what? at it. It looks good. <laughs> we should have Matthew make some. Maybe he'll do here's, it. Oh, here, that's here's the direction. It's Pat and Stu, 888 beck This is kind of a cool story. Uh, best restaurant in America, says who? Uh, the, but the story is, the best restaurant in America paints a dessert on your table. Is it Bennigan's? <laughs> no, no. Surprisingly, it's not. Not it's Bennigan's? Not. No, it's oh. Alinea, a three-star Michelin, three Michelin-starred restaurant. Now, that's the most. And it's it is? getting one Michelin star. is really hard. Really hard. Getting two is barely done. You get three, and you're just, you are the You get elite. three, you might as well get four, because you need four tires. I mean, that's yeah, what they you don't need get four, four Michelin. They, they, they don't get four. It is dumb, though. Why didn't they go to four? It I don't really know. Is that would make sense. Thing. Yeah, it wouldn't make the, sense. The tire business, uh, <laughs> for some reason, decided, you know what we got to do? Is they got to start rating restaurants, really high-end ones, though. Not ones that people actually go to. Right. <laughs> just to, you know. <laughs> it's like ones where you pay, like, $84 for a salad. Yeah. That's what uh, they do. And that's what this is. Uh, for dessert, this place offers items like edible helium balloons. That doesn't sound good. And an edible work of art Disagree that the chefs that. paint on your table. Here's a look. It's kind of cool. It's pretty creative. Yeah, it is. It's performance art. It's very theatrical. It's very engaging to the guests. Yeah, great. Some hot chocolate. We collaborated with a, a, a local artist here in Chicago that uh-huh. curates all of the art in the restaurant. Weird about this guy. Curates and the art in the restaurant. He has panels that okay. he's painted with the staff, and at one point they become an integral part of the dining experience where the panels come off the ceiling, are placed on the table, and the chefs come out and actually paint on top uh, of the panel. Are they washed first, I hope? Never. They're going to put food on it. Really interesting. Music plays throughout the experience. Isn't this it. just a way to cover your mediocre food it's <laughs> a three-star restaurant i mean i don't know i wish you'd tell us what they're dumping there what that powdery stuff is what is that i mean someone hope that it was cocaine not me that does not seem to not so i want to see somebody eat this because they just they're spilling stuff on a on a table how dare you you don't eat the art that doesn't look artistic at all some ingredients, poached blueberries, strawberry magic glitter, uh, coffee rum reduction, va- vanilla yogurt pudding, white chocolate mousse, oh, mint ca- cotton candy. That sounds pretty good. Yes, it does. 
I mean, I'd eat it just to, for the experience, but I, I wonder what you pay for that too. I'd like to know how much that is. Maybe they'll tell us. Yeah, starts at two eighty five per person. Two eighty five per person. Not a problem. Oh my Give gosh. me four. And you thought male vitality formula was a ripoff? Jeez. Uh, that is uh, two eighty five for a bunch of peaches. That Come is on. unbelievable. It better be fantastic. The best thing you've ever put in your mouth. Yeah, it really should be. All right, more patents too coming up. The fact is your current phone carrier is using your money to undermine your beliefs and maybe buy artistic desserts for $285 (laughs) per person. They spend tens of millions of dollars to remove conservative leaders from office and fight against causes you believe in. But fortunately, there's Patriot Mobile now. Patriot Mobile offers you nationwide talk and text, high-speed 4G LTE data, great prices so that you can go and eat at one of these restaurants like this, and they'll give up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization like the NRA or maybe Freedom Works. The problem is they don't have a website, so you're not going to be able to go get well, it. Well, they do, Stu. Amazingly, it's uh, patriotmobile.com. Just go there. Hmm. Uh, well, the problem is they don't have any deals. They don't have deals Well, that you can around. take advantage of the back-to-school special right now and get unlimited talk, text, and data, along with a free Samsung or iPhone. That's all just off the top of my head. And that's all for a flat fee of $55 a month. Well, what if I, so, do I have to remember some promo code that's like yeah, super Yeah, back-to-school. That's Back it? Just back to, to school? school. Yeah. That's so easy, but they, right? the activation fee is always there. That's a problem. No, they'll waive the activation fee when you use the promo code back to mm. school. It's patriotmobile.com slash patentstew or 1-800-PATRIOT. Oh, they don't have a number, though. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, 1-800-PATRIOT. Oh. That's the number you just said? Is yes, that your number? that's the one. Okay, call yeah. it. Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven back. Hey, in this uh, four-year-long, did someone grope Taylor Swift's buttocks? Uh, real quick, um, it, the saga has finally come to a, a wonderful conclusion. Taylor Swift won. Yeah, and she was awarded one dollar. Um, so well, that's like, didn't she? She sued him for one dollar. One dollar, right? Because she didn't want to hurt him. She just wanted it mentioned that. Or admitted that he did this and, you know, to get people to stop doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, well, it doesn't even strike me that she would have actually sued if it wasn't for him suing her. He, yeah, because he won. That, oh, that's money. right. Yeah, so he sued first. He's a radio DJ, right? He or was. was. Mm-hmm. And then he got fired for this. So he sued her because she got him fired yeah, and he cool. says he didn't squeeze yeah, he her butt? he says he didn't do it. Um, you know, she says she, he stuck his hand up her skirt and... Up broke, her dress? Yeah, yeah, it was a... Uh, well, I mean, it's, skirt, I mean it's, about, it's about six inches lower than, yeah. uh, than the very minimum requirement. Still, with Taylor Swift, I mean, still. that's like sexual assault, right? Oh, it totally that's is. I mean, which is why she, it, which yeah. is why she complained and slapped him and everything right then and there. Yeah, she was oh, pissed wait. at... No, no, she was pissed at the time. Yeah. She got him fired at the time. She, she didn't complain she about didn't, this later. Though. What? The, that was the part of the original case, right? She didn't get him fired. That's what the first one that the judge threw out. So that he's able to still sue her mom and the employer, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, this, there, was, there was two hmm. cases ongoing. It's not impossible. Jeffy knows more about the groping story than I do. I mean, it's not impossible. I'm not going to eliminate it as a possibility. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but I, from what I understand, uh, you know, because of the incident at the time, which she did react to, she did, her parents were pissed, her mom was there and was pissed off about it. Wouldn't you think they, she they would went just to the station, sh- she got sh- fired. Sh- shake it off? Sh- sh- shake it off. I mean, that's what I said. <laughs> Thank you. Wouldn't you? Uh, wouldn't you believe that she'd be inclined to? I don't know. Should sh- 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 shake it off? I don't know why I keep stuttering. I've had a hard time saying the word sh- 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 shake. 
in the phrase shake it off. I'm surprised he didn't use that in his defense. Shake it uh, off. It was probably a better yeah, defense. Yeah, she should have just shaken it off, Judge. <laughs> he uh, says he didn't do it. And again, like there's no evidence per se that she that he did it. Like she just wow. says that it happened, and he says it didn't, and they believed her. That's kind of tough. That makes sense. Yeah, and he lost his job, and now he's out of work. However, he does seem like he did it. So you know, again, good. But I mean, it's a it's a weird one because they didn't actually they're on video of, of it actually happening.